Hello, and thank you for joining uh, me, Felix Zimmerman, and Alex Gabriel um, for our first episode in our series about COVID-19 business interruption litigation since the FCA test case. The Supreme Court judgment in the test case was handed down over a year ago, holding in favour of policyholders on almost all of the issues in that dispute. But there are several coverage issues which it did not consider. Since then, there's been a wave of new proceedings by policyholders against their business interruption insurers, seeking to have outstanding coverage issues decided. This podcast series will provide a commentary on those cases, some of which have been the subject of judgments already, but some of which are yet to go to trial. The context is, of course, the ongoing coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, which from about March 2020 has affected businesses in a variety of ways. The most severe impact has been lockdowns, which entailed the closure of large parts of the economy. But businesses have been affected in other ways by the pandemic, including as a result of restrictions imposed on businesses when they were open, or as a result of changes in customer behaviour in response to the pandemic. These impacts have meant that businesses have called on business interruption insurance on a scale not seen before. Yes, and there are certain insurances that state that they cover the effects of pandemics. Some are even called pandemic insurance, but there were not many policyholders with that type of cover, at least at the onset of the pandemic. Cover has been sorted in most cases under one of three types of clause. The first is triggered by occurrences of disease. So generally an occurrence of disease within a particular radius, so one or 25 miles of the insured premises. And these are known as disease clauses. The second type of clause is one that is triggered by a prevention of access to an insured premises. And that's generally as a result of some sort of public authority action. And these are known as prevention of access clauses. And the third type of clause is essentially triggered by a combination of the previous two. And these clauses are known as hybrid clauses. So where there is a prevention of access to the insured premises as a result of public authority action in response to an occurrence of disease. So it came to the FCA's attention probably in about spring of 2020 that insurers were in many cases not accepting claims for COVID-19 BI losses under those three types of clause. And in June 2020, the FCA brought a test case to answer various questions of construction which were relevant to coverage of COVID-19 BI losses. Eight insurers were defendants to that test case and that includes Argenta, who were represented by Simmons and Simmons. And wordings of each defendant formed a representative sample that the court considered in the test case. So what happened in the test case, Felix? Well, the first instance court that held that most but not all clauses should cover COVID-19 business interruption. The High Court considered each clause individually, but certain issues were common to a number of the clauses. One such issue was causation which was relevant to all disease and hybrid clauses, which include within their triggers that there be an occurrence of disease within a specified distance of the insured premises, typically within one or 25 miles. The particular causation issue arising in relation to those clauses was whether it could be said that it was the very case or cases within one or 25 miles that caused the lockdown and the BI losses from it. Some insurers had said before the test case but the case or cases within the radius were not a legal cause of the BI because even if there had been no case or cases within one or 25 miles of the policyholder, 
the national lockdown would nevertheless have been imposed as a response to the cases everywhere else. In other words, the case or cases in the specified area were not a but for and therefore could not be a proximate cause of the losses. The High Court disagreed with the insurers about that. It held that the causation requirements and the clauses were satisfied because the insured peril was the disease as an indivisible whole, including any case within one or 25 miles of a policyholder. Thanks, Felix. I think it's just worth remembering there that the High Court did find that some clauses should not respond. There was a handful of clauses which are referred to as the NDDA clauses that the High Court said should not cover losses arising from the national lockdown because on proper construction of those clauses, they responded to local only events or offered a localised form of cover. And the High Court's conclusions in relation to those clauses were not appealed to the Supreme Court. So what was the Supreme Court's view on the appeals from the High Court, Felix? Well, the Supreme Court agreed with the High Court that the clauses should cover COVID-19 business interruption, but for different reasons. The Supreme Court said the High Court's causation analysis, which was that COVID-19 was one indivisible cause of the losses, was wrong. Uh, the Supreme Court said that the correct analysis was that each case of COVID-19 was a separate and equally effective proximate cause of the lockdowns and the losses. Its view was in effect that there were millions of proximate causes of the losses being each case of COVID-19 in the UK and that the disease and hybrid clauses were triggered if there was at least one of those cases in the area specified by the clause. Thanks Felix. So as we know the insurance market has been paying claims since the Supreme Court handed down its decision in January 2021. An FCA published data tells us that about a billion pounds has been paid in claims so far. Since the Supreme Court decision was handed down, it has become apparent that the test case did not answer all questions relevant to coverage of COVID-19 business interruption losses. And as we all know, the pandemic has, of course, not ended. And although we may not have had a national lockdown for some time, at least in the UK, many businesses are still feeling the effects of COVID-19. So calls on business interruption insurance have by no means fallen away just because the lockdowns have ended. And we are seeing now proceedings brought before the courts to test various questions for which the test case judgments provide no clear authority. And some of those recent cases are in fact themselves billed as test cases of particular issues. So, what sort of issues are we seeing in these recent cases, Felix? Um, some types of clause were outside the scope of the test case, including, including closed list clauses, which are disease clauses comparable to those considered in the test case, except that they are triggered only by cases of disease on a specified list which doesn't include COVID-19. You might think that it's obvious that clauses of that type don't or shouldn't respond to COVID-19 losses, but nevertheless, there have been claims brought under those clauses and even court proceedings brought by a policyholder in relation to one such claim. That claim involved some inventive arguments, which we'll consider in a later episode, including that plague, which featured on the list of covered diseases, should not be read as referring to a specific disease, but to any disease with a high mortality rate. Another common type of clause which wasn't considered in the test case was an at the premises clause, by which I mean a clause that is triggered by cases of disease at rather than within a distance of an insured's premises. 
But the test cases in Australia have considered that type of clause, which is another thing that we'll come to speak about in later episodes. We're also seeing proceedings brought in relation to aggregation of COVID-19 losses. The aggregation position will typically be determined by the particular aggregation wording in the policy. So it is unsurprising that the test case did not seek to resolve such issues. We're seeing proceedings, including in particular the Stonegate litigation, grappling with issues such as whether a policyholder's COVID-19 business interruption losses can be said to be in connection with a single occurrence of the disease. I think another gap in the test case decisions is perhaps more of a factual one. The scenario before the courts in the test case was the closure of businesses during the first national UK lockdown. And as we know, since the end of the first lockdown, businesses have reopened, but also closed again, and, and have also been affected by COVID-19 in different ways, including by, say, restrictions on their businesses when they were open, but also changes in customer behaviour. Proceedings brought since the test case have generally concerned business interruption, which has been suffered over a longer period and perhaps be, has been more varied than the interruption considered by the court in the test case. And this has meant that some of the recent cases have raised certain issues which were not directly dealt with by the test case because that factual scenario was effectively not before the court. Thanks, Alex. Well, we hope that this has set the scene of what we will be talking about in this series, which is litigation since the FCA test case about coverage of COVID-19 business interruption losses. In each episode, we'll consider a recent case which deals with a point not considered directly in the test case. Thank you for listening, and I hope you can join us for our next episode. <laughs>